wrong? Well, they called Friday, and they were going to do a negative story about express my frustration because they, for one, didn't want to hear my side at first. Just wanted to post up on my attendance, and I tried to explain to them why. And then they called yesterday morning. They wanted to do a story about me not running for re-election. And I, I said some things, but she kind of twisted out the portion. Discrimination piece, I mean, I, I just said it was unfair how I've been treated up there. I don't think I said discriminate. I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. I've really taken the backlash today, stuff that I wasn't shouldn't have gotten from a piece from not run, running for re-election. You said they didn't want to let you share your side of the story. What is your side of the story on that? With COVID, the business I'm in, you know, working people's homes, you know, all the time, it was kind of the perfect storm. What happened with us, we had three projects got delayed until late fall of 2020. So I planned my year accordingly, but these three projects all got put off because of COVID, so I didn't want them in their homes. That's why I missed so many meetings of the legislature. And then I expanded on it by, there was a few bills that I was very passionate about that they never made the light of day through a subcommittee, and it really disappointed me. I was just been treated unfair ever since I got there, but I knew that I knew that was going in. I knew I knew it was gonna be tough. We all know that. A Democrat in Tennessee it's tough. So when you uh, say treated unfair, what you're saying what you mean is that Republicans don't basically allow bills from Democrats generally to move forward. Yeah, unless you a lot of representatives are, are, are successful because they have to spend the time they have to smooth all the Republicans up there to get a bill passed, simple bill, you know, simple as simple as you know, that would be should should be passed anyway, dealing with domestic violence or anything, you have to really to be a Democrat to pass anything, you've got to be days and days days and days just like taking them out to lunch doing all these kind of things that I, don't, I didn't have the time to do on the other side the republicans sad for tennessee because there's no pro- due process for the for legislation there is no process really they want it or they don't and that's kind of unfair for tennessee but then peace didn't say that she basically said i discriminate against and I really it ain't the point I wanted to make about it. That's not what I'm trying to emphasize on. The process is what I'm trying to emphasize on, like with the legislature. So, like when I was a metro council, no matter what your thoughts on a bill, it went through the debate process. But now it doesn't even. If you have a Democrat in the legislature, you don't even get a chance. But it also sort of sounds like the same thing that other Democratic legislators deal with. You're not saying that this is particular to you, right? You're just no, saying no. This is Democrats in general. Yeah, that's kind of – she's paying that just me. It's not just me. It's the whole – Nellie was really nice on the phone, but she, she turned it around as it's me against the whole legislature. It's not It's not about that. It's about the process of what's best for Tennessee, not not me. My issues with that process is why I decided not to re- run for re-election. Is this your first term or your second? I forget. This is your second, second, right? So what did you expect going in? I mean it seems like this has been the case for a little while up there. Why was that a surprise to you? Well, when the new speaker came in, it was totally different for a little while. I have to admit that. it was. It was and she didn't put that in the face. It ain't nothing against him. It's the other members that the process. Speaker section is very fair to both sides. Let us let us speak. Sometimes he cuts the mics off, but I mean for the most part, he lets everybody speak. The other parts of it were kind of changed for a little while, but now they're back to normal. When Castle was, in, was speaker, bills would just they were dead before they even got a light of day, but now they're a little more lenient, but they're also – they're basically handling everything that comes through. There should be opportunity to bait the bill, no matter if you like it or don't like it. The process, I think, is just not good for Tennessee because you're only going to get in a select few people at the legislatures deciding what's happening for all Tennessee. I guess I would ask, everybody's got jobs but found a way to be there. What is it about your job in particular that made it – hard for you to make it. You know, I knew this going in, but mine's a little different. I'm not a businessman or like self-employed, like has businesses or whatever. I'm just your average everyday carpenter. So custom carpentry, it's just me and a helper. You know, hourly wage. So if I'm not there, I don't get paid. And since I was off six to nine months last year, I had to catch up. I had to catch up what I had committed to. So that's the problem. Something like even you would maybe admit that your district wasn't very well represented in the session because you were gone. And then now you're saying you're not 
going to run again and you're disillusioned with the process, the natural question I would ask is why not just resign right now? You know, I mean, I've thought about that. You know, the the the, the price, the cost for a, a you know an election. You know, I still do duties. I still answer the phone. I still constituents call every day. I mean, I don't do nothing. I mean, that's you know why I cost the city more money when if I resign for a special election, sixty thousand, thirty thousand. I don't know what the cost would be. Why would that benefit anyone? Well, I think the answer would be because then they'd have somebody in there come January fighting, at least trying to fight for them a small price to pay for them to actually have a legislate i mean i'm just playing devil's advocate for you here i think another part of the article that rubbed people the wrong way from what i could tell was it seemed like you were not thrilled about the pay shouldn't have been a surprise to you a job that's supposed to be a public servant be leaving and even bring that up what do you think about people who are upset about that well i'm not a rich guy i knew some of that going in i didn't know the per diem set up i didn't know I thought it was still like it was five years ago when the per diems were all the fa- fair across the board. I don't know if you look at what other representatives make versus me. I think you need to look up those stats substantially more. I think you need to probably research that and find that out before you post a story about me and pay it to take on pay like 2000 a month is what I make the legislature. Right, but you're only at the legislature for three or four months. But, you know, it's, it's, but it's, there's a big but to that, too. It's a full-time, it's a full-time job. It's not a three or four months gig because you're even if you're not in session you're going to neighborhood meetings you're going to neighborhood events yeah, but Jason, there are people who do that as volunteers there are people who do that fighting for these oh, yeah, I, agree. I did that for paid. i did that for a decade plenty of people are, are working constantly on these issues that don't make a dime all year so you yeah know, me, too. I, me too i've done it for a while i don't want to argue right. with you you're playing the the wrong side again i just need to talk to you because that's I'm not. I'm not playing the wrong side. I'm. I'm having a conversation with you about what you said. Just what you said. I mean, unless you I mean, didn't say tough. that. I mean, it's it, to you. To you serve in that capacity. I've served eight years in the council and then four years in legislature. To you serve. It's hard for me to explain to you all the facets of it because I volunteered for over a decade before I ran, and then I, I loved it. That's the reason I got into it. I didn't care about the money. But when it's when I can't pay my bills and do things that I want to do with my life, you have to make a decision. That's really the core of the question. If that's what you're dealing with why stick it out i'm not a quitter i've never quit nothing and i don't want to quit i'm going to stick it out and then next session i'll be there you know that's my intentions that the, the if COVID would never happen this would never happen see i had to plan my year about six six months in advance i knew i'd be in session so that's what i do what was your attendance last session look it up Probably perfect. What would you say to your constituents who are probably sympathetic that you know you're not a rich man and have to work, but also feeling like you should have known this stuff going in and that kind of left them without a representative for a session? You know, this has been an unusual year. The last year and a half year here with COVID and everything, it's been unusual. It's been a lot of stress on my family, the kids, being with the school situation and being trying to juggle a job, kids, family. That's what I would say. This is unusual territory we're in. I mean, that's that's what I said. I had to have a little bit of notice, and it's been unusual last year. But know this, that, you know, I've always been reachable. Everybody knows in my district that I'm reachable. I give out my cell number constantly. If you need anything, I'm always there for you, and they know that. I mean, we had a tough year last year with all the unemployment claims, the ones that we handled through our office, several hundred. I don't even know the count and lost count so many. I'm just kind of a very vocal guy. I've never been. Not a guy to praise myself when I do things. A little respect and uh, kindness goes a long way these days. I try to be respectful to everyone and know I'm here for them the rest of the way out.
Yeah, I guess one last question, if you don't mind. Do you think if this group of Democrats were in the supermajority, they'd be treated Republicans differently than they're being treated, or would it just be the same thing in reverse? I wouldn't hope so. That's not why I got into politics. That's what I kept hearing about on the floor was what Democrats did back in the back in the day. But that's not that's not who I am. That's the way I wouldn't be that way. I've gotten so many kind texts from Democrats in Tennessee this morning. It's warm my heart. I really appreciate all people who reached out to me this morning. Because they know what kind of guy I am, know what I do, and know that I, that I have a good heart and want to help people, you know, take care of my family. That's what they told me. All right, Jason, thanks for taking the time, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.